Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Steam Forward podcast. As always, I'm your host, Savannah, and today our guest is Andrea Fletcher. Miss Fletcher is what I call her, and she is our social worker here with one of our sponsors, Trinity Church. And just like a soft plug for myself, I love Miss Fletcher. She is the most graceful, compassionate woman you will ever meet. I promise you. So she's just going to share her life experience and what helping people has really taught her. So please help me welcome Miss Fletcher. Hello. Well, hello. Thank you for that gracious. No, I truly mean that. Um, Thank you. I appreciate that. You're such a, because you do such um, intense work, just your mind and your spirit and your thought behind everybody, no matter how many times you have to deal with somebody. You're like, well, they need the help. And so I, I really adore that about you. Thank you. You're Thank you. So, Ms. Fletcher, give us some background into who you are, because I know you didn't grow up in Miami. So tell us a little bit about where you grew up and how did you come here to Miami? Well, my family is a first-time immigrant mm-hmm. in uh, the United States from Jamaica, West Indies. Yeah. And I was born in Brooklyn. However, because of my parents not having a lot of relatives here. I spent the majority of my time in Jamaica. Yeah. I would come to school here, yeah. go back home, and vice versa. And so that's how I spent all of my growing up years back and forth. That's such like a different culture change, though, specifically like climate. Well, um, I guess when you're when you're young and you're growing yeah. out like that, mm-hmm. you kind of just know what adjusting is what it is. Yeah. That's what you know. <laughs> that's a wild, yeah. Yeah. So uh, that's how it's been for me. Um, it's been good. Uh, I don't see, well, my family's very tight-knit. So at the time when my parents came here, mm-hmm. a lot of my other relatives, my 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 parents, my well, my mostly my father's yeah. cousins were coming to this country. Right. And so we all would was very tight niched. So I had a big family. I had a lot of cousins home. Yeah. But like their parents were here. Yeah. So uh fun question, what's your favorite Jamaican dish? I love Aki. I love Aki. <laughs> it's such a controversial question. Some people love it and some people hate it. I love it. So strange. Um but I like I like different foods. I love fish. Yeah, same. I love fish. Yeah. So do you still visit Jamaica every now and again when you have time? Yes, but as I got older, mm-hmm. not, you know, maybe at once a year or maybe every other year. Right. Uh, due to the fact that I have uh, family. Right. So, you know, I don't get to go as often because I have so much going on yeah. in the family, you know. Yeah, I get that. So how did you end up here in Florida, though? Well, um, I always wanted to come to Florida so <laughs> And I came one time, and I got cold feet, so I went back to the. Oh, <laughs> I see. So you attempted to move before. Well, I was, I was thinking about going to school here, mm-hmm. so I ended up going back, and then I came down after I finished my college. Yeah, I thought so, career. Yeah, and I came down, and and I actually came on a vacation. Okay, I was taking a breather. I had just finished getting my bachelor's, and. I was just taking a breather from school, from work, from everything. Yeah. Where did you go to school? Well, I went to school uh, at um, State University in New York. Mm-hmm. 
in Utica, New York. I got my bachelor's in business public mm-hmm. management. And um, before that, I went to school in Boston. Okay. And I received a degree in uh, merchandising and buying. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. That is so completely different. <laughs> yeah. So, And then yeah. between those two schools, I had returned back to New York yeah. City um, after Boston. And I went to FIT mm. and started uh, marketing, doing marketing there. For fashion or just for marketing for businesses in general? Marketing for businesses in general. Wow. Okay. Yeah, but I was uh, always a buyer. I was a buyer in New York, and I worked in Chicago as well. Oh, I love Chicago. Such a beautiful city. So now we're here in Miami with family and all that good stuff. But now you're a social service worker. So how did we even dive into that world? Well, I came down here with a very, very, it was a culture shock for me. Uh I came down here thinking I would get a buyer position down here. So. I went down to the manufacturers that they have downtown Miami. I thought I was back in time. I thought I was in a sweatshop. (laughs) Oh, really? Yes. Oh, wow. And I saw that, mm -mm, yeah, there's not a feel for it. Now it has changed. But back then, Mm -hmm. and we're talking about an 89, which is not so far, but still yet. That that was the climate at that time. And so I did go into management. I was doing um, retail management, and I did that for a little bit. And then I, I don't know, I just started reinventing myself. Yeah. And um, I went and worked for the courthouse for a while, and I was mm-hmm. working with people as a um, civil servant. And um, I did that for some years. I did that for about eight years. Mm-hmm. And while I was doing that, I was contemplating law school. Oh, wow. Yeah, I was contemplating law school, but during that time, they didn't have many law schools down here. But what would be your concentration in law school? Probably immigration. For immigration. A lot of people who live here, yeah. That's their focus. And so, well, no, for me, it would have been because of my background with yeah. my family issues and so forth mm-hmm. with immigration, you know, so that right, that kind of influenced me. Yeah. It's a tough battle. Yes, it is, especially with the laws changing yeah. every so often. And so um, I made up my mind that I wanted to stay here. I didn't want to go away to school, so I stayed. Yeah. And I happened to go to Barry University. Okay. And I looked at their social work mm-hmm. uh, curriculum, and I said, mm, I think I can do this. Mm-hmm. So I went to Barry, and I got a master's in social work. Wow. So how is Barry University? I don't think I've met anybody that's been at Barry. Well, I enjoyed it. Yeah. I experienced it was very good. Um, because I didn't have a social work background, mm-hmm. it allowed me to get graphs everything I needed. Because it's really small. Like, the class size are, like, smaller compared to other schools, no? Well, it was, it was about 30 students. 30, yeah. Yeah, 30 students, yeah. But with the curriculum, you, the, the professors had an open-door policy. Mm-hmm. If you didn't understand something, you were able to make an appointment, go see your teacher. Right. You know, and then you have the internship program mm-hmm. where they really um, work with you mm-hmm. and get, you know, what you need and what you you really want. Yeah. So if you want to go into a, a certain field to work in, they'll look for you a placement right. in that field. So my question for you would be, 
living in Miami, do you think because there's such a need um, for social services that that kind of pushed you to be more in that field? Rather, if you lived in maybe a smaller city or somewhere that maybe isn't as below the poverty line? Well, I want to tell you, in between working at the courthouse and doing retail and so forth, I was doing like caregiver mm-hmm. um, jobs and working with um, mentally challenged, uh, yeah. mentally handicapped uh, young adults mm-hmm. and working with them and working with the elderly. Yeah. You know, it I kind of swayed me to the where I'm Got at it. today. Yeah. You know, so it's like you're just walking into your destiny. Yeah. You know, so that's how I got here. <laughs> and so so you're completely done. Like you wouldn't ever want to do like retail or fashion or merchandising anymore. Um no, I, I won't you never say never. Right. Life is too long. <laughs> <laughs> that's true, that's true, that's true, that's true. So um, working in the field of social work, it takes a certain kind of spirit. And I think that with like movies and TV shows and even just kind of like the depiction of like how social work has failed some people or even how people are treated who receive like social services. How have you been able to just maintain like a spirit of like non-judgment and like compassion? for this many years? Well, I want to tell you, um, before going into social work or even starting, you know, just thinking about going to school for it. Yeah. um, There's something that I prayed about that God could use me. Yeah. And so when I didn't get into law school of my choice Mm -hmm. and um, just making the, the, the decision to stay here. Yeah. You know, and just finding another school to go. And I didn't go searching for a school. I just happened to have a friend yeah, who was going to school at Barry. And she told me about Barry. Oh, wow. And she brought me the book. Mm-hmm. And I looked at it and I said, maybe I can get into this. Yeah. So I, I didn't, when I applied to the school, I had everything because I was already applying to law school. Mm-hmm. So I used all the information I had, my personal statement, everything was done already. Yeah. And I just applied. And I and they waived all the fees. That's amazing. And I didn't have to take any tests or anything because I already take the LSAT and all of that. So it was like, boom, I got in. That's awesome. So I was like, okay, God. <laughs> you just kind of felt like this is who you were meant to be. And I was just walking right in it walking into it so how do you deal with people because i guess i'm speaking from my own experience i deal with youth a lot but dealing with adults i don't know why i just don't have as much grace and compassion for adults because i kind of get in the headspace like you should have this figured out because i always look at myself like i have it figured out you should have it figured out how how are you able to kind of just make sure that you're just always helping somebody no matter how you may feel they may be taking advantage or maybe they're just not wanting to do better for themselves. In school, you learn to meet the person where they are mm-hmm. and have a non-judgmental attitude right. or perspective mm-hmm. and just see what it is that they want. Yeah. So you're meeting them where they are. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you just have to see beyond everything else. Yeah. Because you have some people, they have, oh, I know I got this, and that's 
But when you really see them, you see a hurting person. Mm-hmm. You know, so you have to see beyond the flaws, beyond all everything else, and just see a person coming that's in need. Yeah. So if somebody who's watching the podcast is like, they want to get into like social service work, they want to be a social worker, um, where do you think would be a great place to start? Well, a good place to start is maybe do some reading mm-hmm. because you have several, you know, things that you can do. You can do psychology, you can do social work, you can do mental health. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's so many avenues, mm-hmm. but, you know, to really, in, you know, embrace what you want to do, the best thing for you to know is to understand the ins and outs of the everything. Right. And so for your day to day, for your social work, what does that look like? Like what exactly are you helping people with? Oh, okay. As a program, um, a manager, a case manager, a therapist. Yeah. So my day started today. (laughs) I had a client waiting for me when I came through the door. Yeah. So I helped that client. Mm -hmm. Then I had to do payroll for, you know, some of the um, seniors here. Yeah. And then uh, was looking at a uh, request for proposal yeah. that I'm trying to put together. You know, so it varies. And now I'm here. Yes. And I'm, when I'm finished here, I have to prepare for my group session tonight. <laughs> I'm doing a group session and yes. uh, um, grief support and grief relief. Oh. And so what is that like, grief support and grief relief? Well, it's a... It's like a self-inventory mm-hmm. for self-help for those that are experiencing grief mm-hmm. or going through the grieving process mm-hmm. or have gone to the grieving process and to help them and to recognize certain things that will help them in the future. Mm-hmm. And if they are still having some, you know, because sometimes we may not grieve, we may not take the time to grieve certain things. Yeah. And just to understand the process of it and how healthy it is for us. To, like, go through it. To go through it and to move forward. Yeah. Because sometimes we move forward, but we haven't taken that time to process everything. Mm-hmm. So when we move forward, if anything looks like it, tastes like it, <laughs> It comes right back up. It does. And then they have to deal with it all over again. Mm-hmm. You even look at like pictures or even a piece of jewelry. Yeah. Wow, that's awesome. And so for your therapy, is, is it a concentration in grief or you're just... Uh... Well, for this, it's a, a, a group session. It's mm-hmm. a connect group, if you will. Yeah. And that's our focus. It's grief relief. Got it. How to process it. Go through it and prepare yourself that, mm-hmm. I mean, it's part of life. So, you know, if you come across the situation or into another situation, you know how to look for your support systems. Yeah. Who are your support systems? Mm-hmm. What things you need to do? What things you need to process as to, you know, what are you really grieving? Are yeah. you grieving the person? You've grieving the life that you had with the person. Are you grieving the things that that person did for you or did not do for you? You know, so kind of like getting to like the details of the grief. Right. Exactly. So for anybody that's watching, um, maybe if they're looking for resources and whether that's in social services or even like therapy, like, do you have any recommendations for people? Well, 
they can always call in, mm-hmm. get an appointment. We do. We sit down. We do an intake. Yeah. Uh, we see what it is they're looking for, what it is they want. We do an assessment. And then we can link them to services or provide direct services here. So, so kind of like a referral. Yeah, we give a referral or if we can provide the direct services, we do that here with them. That's awesome. Well, Ms. Fletcher, since um, we're like in November, so it's about to be like, I guess you would say the new year. So for this new year, what do you see in store for yourself? What do I see in store for myself? Anything you want to learn that's new? Um, Do you just want to keep being the best version of yourself? What do you have in store? Well, I'm exploring to go back to school. Mm-hmm. And so so I would say be the best version of myself. Yeah. So I'm trying to reinvent myself again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you want to get your doctorate? Yes. And what concentration? I would like to continue social work. Social work. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Dr. Fletcher. Yes, I would like to do more clinicals. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you have the heart for it. <laughs> so, Ms. Fletcher, we like to close out with a word of the day. And so, what would be your word? Don't be afraid to reinvent yourself. Reinvention. And why is that? Well, a life journey will take you some places you never thought you would be. Right. But if you're afraid, you'll never step out on faith. That's so true. That's so great. Reinvent yourself. And I feel like for you, because um, you're a mother... And it's like, it doesn't matter the age that you can always reinvent yourself. Oh, yes, definitely. Yes, young as you feel. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) Well, thank you so much, Ms. Fletcher, for joining us and just kind of sharing your story and some tips and tricks for people who um, are looking forward or need something from this field. Okay, thank you. Thank you for having me. Of course, always a pleasure. And as always, there are two sponsors that we love to thank, and that's the Children's Trust and Trinity Church. And there are three ways in which you can watch or listen to this podcast. If you like to watch, just follow us on YouTube. If you'd like to listen, follow us on Apple or Spotify. Remember, this is the Steam Forward Podcast. See you next week. Steam Forward Podcast.